The Other Side of the News is a current and dynamic companion to augment the discussions from The Other Side of Midnight. We investigate, explore, and extrapolate facts to gain better understanding of current affairs and events, and thus... To bring comfort and calm to our wide international audience. It's a spontaneous commentary... Based on well-verified references vetted through vigilance and discernment. Our desire, desire is to awaken your imagination with questions. Questions that have not been asked, yet need answering. The other side of the news is a place where you can come and be with us in community. Learning new things, asking questions, getting compelling answers, and interesting viewpoints. It's about curiosity. We present thought-provoking questions to incite your mind, propelling you to see the world in another way. Propelling you to see the world in another way clear insights and fresh perspectives on global events. Tune in for a balanced view of the other side of the news. Good night and good evening. My name is Timothy Saunders. I'm one of your co-hosts on this 32nd edition of The Other Side of the News. I'm speaking to you this morning from the Aegean coastline in southwest Turkey, which for many of you is situated on the other side of the Terminator. As I approach dawn, many of you are hopefully still enjoying a myriad of starlit skyscapes. I will soon be joined by co-host and producer, Kintia, from the bridge in proximity to San Francisco, together with co-host and researcher Annette Driscoll, who remains in the gravity of Ohio. This show is entitled Deceived at Birth. I wonder what conclusions a newly awakened coma victim, an interdimensional traveler, or even an extraterrestrial would make of the human race if he or she were to study us through the snapshot of this last week. I have no wish to create additional conspiracies here. My point is simply, I find it challenging to comprehend how absurd the world has become in a relatively short time. Clearly it never made perfect sense. There have always been mysteries, good, bad and ugly, lurking in plain sight. However, why do so many people currently tend to resonate with negativity? This only leads to fear, stress and malaise. A good friend once passed on a great sentiment, which I adopted as a maxim, and even a way of life, and that is, always remember there is something wonderful waiting to happen around every corner. It just takes the will to see it. This simple thought can empower the powerless, and can even bring smiles and laughter to the morose. Did humanity really forget how to enjoy life, to look within, to feel positive at their core, to lose trust in their own intellect, instinct, and judgment, to somehow accept conflicting views, to be overpowered by information that does not make sense even to a child, a power grab of our freedom based on ill-founded regulations. I think we collectively need to do better than this. The majority of the human race has allowed itself to be transformed into quintessential lemmings this week, we are experiencing the SARS-2 COVID-19 case-demic second wave. 
And we're celebrating this with aggressively controlled and unjustified lockdowns sweeping across the continents. I've watched Scotland, Ireland, Wales, England, France, Germany, and many more countries announce these unnecessary measures like clockwork, unified in lockstep, when deaths are at an all-term low. The lockdown is moving east in a similar fashion to the ever-changing Terminator, the perpetually rolling line which separates night and day. Only this Terminator is moving in the opposite direction. Freedom is being severely limited, businesses are being starved, and humanity is being placed under duress. However, more than 100,000 doctors and medical professionals who oppose this lockstep lockdown continue to be shut up and shut down by the government, mainstream, and social media. The very same entities that organize, inform, steer, and dictate events such as the presidential selection. I've already shared my views about what this four yearly event actually represents. When patriotism and many more isms are removed, what remains is a device used by the minority to engulf the interest, attention, time, and energy of hundreds of millions in the USA and billions of people around the world. And artificially punctuates financial cycles, which is not so different from the Bitcoin halving as we learned from Max Wright last week. Further, this multi-ring circus selection draws attention to a significant period of each presidential term, leaving less actual time to act. While it's becoming increasingly challenging to cite one great person currently in power, America did have a difficult choice this time around, added to which the voting system seems to be less than reliable. While the quality of the candidates is questionable, the way they communicate with each other in debates, their continual bad-mouthing each other, digging up and flinging of dirt seems to dominate their time under the spotlight, far more than expressing what positive acts they actually plan to achieve, let alone how they intend to conduct and validate their promises. And after a multi-million dollar whirlwind campaign, the authenticity and count of the votes is now being contested. Really? The tactics that are now being used to explain what is unfolding is just more of what was scripted months ago. The show continues. I do not know which is more surprising, the way the selection has been carried out, or the fact that many Americans are still surprised by the way these events continue to unfold. I wish I could say, may the best man win. However, I do not believe for one moment this is a fair game, nor when the new POTUS finally takes his throne, that it will really matter who it is, as both will more than likely succumb to obey the power of the minority. As this pandemic, this social and human engineering plan, has been overtly planned to roll out until 2025 which takes us well beyond the next presidential selection, let alone this one. Going back to our weekly snapshot of the human race, what conclusions would you draw? Has humanity evolved to such a great high point? Or do we perhaps seriously need to take a reality check to remove our mask, both N95 and illusionary? 
to take a good look in the mirror and to start taking responsibility for what is really going on in the world. Many people have said these words, we need to ensure there is a free world for our children to inherit. Now is the time to positively manifest this. I very much look forward to hearing our guest's perspective regarding this essential awakening process, all with a view to illuminate the best path to lead us to a positive outcome. You may find us at www.theothersideofmidnight.com. Click on the other side of the news in the drop-down menu, or kindly scroll down to tonight's white, the other side of the news show banner. There you will see details for this show, quick links to our bios, as well as links and show items, references and selected research. As usual, there is a huge collection of information to read, watch and listen to, most of which has been handpicked from independent sources. I urge you to study them and even download your own copies sooner than later, as the censorship robots are working around the clock to rewrite our history in real time. As we positively encourage our listeners to co-create a better future, you will find the call-in telephone number below tonight's banner. If you have a relevant question, or perhaps would like to share an important observation, please dial 1 if you're outside of North America, followed by 917-889-8802. You'll come through to our sound engineer, the control tower Keith Morgan, who will guide you to an appropriate entry into our conversation. We'll take your calls in the last 45 minutes of this two-hour show after we have laid out the foundations of our discussion. During the last seven days, we have once again seen many remarkable events in the news. To discuss each topic and to present each one in correct context would take a whole show by itself. However, we see a pianist in Barcelona play his favorite music only a few feet away from an active riot. I wonder if he is trying to positively change the frequency. Fauci from the CDC concedes most COVID-19 positive tests report false results. Plans for a digital Thanksgiving, Hanukkah and Christmas are being circulated. A new movie about a future COVID, COVID-23 perhaps or something, is going to be released soon called Songbird. Who on earth? would want to see that when you can choose to experience the real thing. Google police in the UK arrest the daughter of a senior woman as she was jailbreaking her out of a retirement home. The daughter is a trained nurse. One would think that would count for something. However, the authorities took the mother back to the retirement home and the daughter to the police station. Why? And this is not an isolated account. This does not make any sense. Or does it make more sense when you join the dots? I heard from another source that certain definitions continue to be changed due to COVID, which may lead to a change in responsibility for selected pension funding. Is this spending to be added to the exploding national debt? We should keep an eye on this. Despite the initial unpleasant realization of the truth, you will see there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is an increasing number of respected journalists, writers, politicians, doctors, lawyers, influencers, and activists who are wide awake and are already making great impact. All they require from you is to unplug from mainstream and social media propaganda, to make your own independent research, 
to stop acquiescing and to stand up for what you believe in with respect to others. Christopher James, our guest, is such an individual. I look forward to him joining us shortly. Good evening, Kintia. Good evening, Aneta. How are you surviving Selection Week? <laughs> well, good well, evening in California. <laughs> I'm just watching it. It's like watching a bunch of squawking, I don't know, chickens all pecking at each other. It just seems crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. My life is pretty peaceful other than that. I'm not like going upside down and doing somersaults because I don't think anything is going to be determined even in the next week. One thing that I am really, uh, oh, I'm hoping that this might be the thing that uh, brings something to light, and that is the Electoral College. When Trump was elected, everyone screamed, oh, the Electoral College. And now if Biden is elected, Oh, the Electoral College. And frankly, the Electoral College was built for a time when there was not the communication or the travel that we have. It's totally outdated. It's archaic. It doesn't allow really for uh, the public to be represented and their choices to be represented. And the way it's laid out, uh, a state that has millions, such as California, uh, if a few million are one way or another, the, the rest of those millions of votes don't count. So it's, I'm hoping that all this confusion is going to shake it up so much that uh, they are going to have to do something about the Electoral College. And one thing that I see as a, ooh, could be a big firestorm, let's see where it goes, and that is the implementation of the 14th Amendment. Because the question is here, the 14th Amendment gives the president of the United States the power to arrest and indefinitely hold all public officials, including mayors, governors, state legislators, federal judges, and law enforcement officials who support rebellion against the United States or who have given aid or comfort to the enemies of America. That's section three. It can eliminate the House of Representatives positions for California and other states which are engaged in supporting big tech censorship platforms that are supporting rebellion against the United States of America and bridging the right of voting age citizens to participate in elections via censorship. This implies that the electoral college votes would also be proportionately reduced in these states, that's section two. And it could eliminate federal financial support for cities and states which are engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Section three specifically states that all such claims of federal money obligations to states shall be illegal and void. In essence, the 14th Amendment grants American citizens equal protection under the law. But for public officials or states which are engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States, those equal protections are revoked. So I'm not saying what direction this will go, but I can imagine this is going to be a firefight because neither side is going to give up easily. And I'm just saying everything that can be set in motion to bring disaster can also bring good. 
And we need to have some sanity return to how this process is happening. So I'm really praying that all this confusion and um, heated combat will serve good purpose to clean out the problems of our voting system and also, if there is, to clean out officials who are supporting things that are not supporting the well-being of the American people. So that's where I am. Annetta? Oh, yes. I have lots to say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you would. Well, uh, I'm still in Ohio, and that's a whole experience in and of itself, um, which I'll get into in a second. But I want to follow up on what you were saying about the 14th Amendment. Um, yes, it goes into that and there's, there's more and I, I'm not going to read all of it so you can come back to the links for the, the parts around the law. But one of the things, um, that we do have is the, when there's conspirators, and this is the real definition of conspirator is to, uh, overthrow the government. And so the conspirators are our own government or government officials. And they're, if they are caught in doing what they're accused of, and I'm not going to say who they is and what they're accused of right now because everyone has their own idea. However, if it comes to that point, they are committing treason. And this is, you know, uh, this is tyranny in action. So this is a really, really interesting time. And I agree with Kanthea. This is a time where we could be seeing Um, I think the positive part about this is that we can see now that, you know, the rats are being exposed for what they are and people are having to open their eyes and look at this. And as ugly as it is, it actually could clear things out and clean things up. And so that's what I'm hoping for. And if we can use the legal means that are, there's, there are, there are a multitude of things that are at our disposal right now. And I mean, that could be its own show actually. There's a multitude of, of, of uh, tools that we have at our disposal to to rectify the situation that we have, to bring it, to bring individuals to justice that need to have that happen, to uh, allow people to take the, um, the scales from their eyes, so to say. So there could be as ugly as it is and as uncomfortable as it is, and believe me, I am quite uncomfortable because it's. Uh, I have some major decisions I'm going through and it's, and for me, I'm questioning things right now. So on a personal level, it's uncomfortable and I don't like it, but I'm also trying to see, okay, what could come of that? And what's, what's the, what's the good part? And I think that's it. Um, on, on the rest of the stuff, um, I just got a text tonight, uh, that, uh, my father who's in, whom my stepmother, <laughs> dropped into a um, a care facility, I'm using that term loosely, the day of lockdown here in Ohio. They just sent me a text tonight saying that uh, they have uh, 20 people that have tested positive for COVID in the facility. And uh, you can imagine, if you've been listening to me, what I, what I think about that. But uh, anyway, that's one of those things. I have been in and out of hospitals all week, of uh, uh, all kinds of facilities, and I could I could fill the whole show with all the interesting anecdotal things that I've gone through as far as not 
not uh, agreeing to wear a mask, temperature checks, having little labels I'm supposed to literally stick on my body. So I did the only appropriate thing and wrote my messages on them and stuck them on my forehead upside down with my writing right side up. And then people looked at me really weirdly. But, you know, a lot of people read what I was saying. So I'm doing what I can on this end, but um, it's really insane. And people are really, really pretty nuts right now in the U.S. If you're listening from the international areas uh, of the world, which is every place but here, right, um, it's really as crazy as you might be hearing, I think. So that's kind of it. Well, with that, I'd like to uh, introduce our guest tonight. Christopher James is a man specializing in common law. His journey began nearly 40 years ago and led to a diverse background. Going into college, he was drawn to the entertainment industry and graduated with a degree in recording. Christopher then moved on to work with top recording studios around the world. It was a natural fit for him as a writer, producer, engineer who played drums and piano. Thus, he could bring multiple talents into the recording studio process. After that, he moved on to construction, becoming a general contractor after four years. In 1999, with the growth of the Internet, Christopher realized there was an incredible opportunity for the music industry. In 2003, he began what he thought was his life's work a $1.5 billion initiative to surpass Google and YouTube. It was to launch in 10 countries, and there is nothing out there like it today. With Microsoft and Cisco partnering with him, this brought him to delve deeply into the world of global finance. In 2004, he realized his vision would never come to fruition when he came face-to-face with the Federal Reserve and how the monetary system works and why he was getting pushback from the Prime Minister's office, even though the offices under him were going crazy for this initiative to launch. The tragedy in all this was that it destroyed his family financially, who had invested in the project. The Sharks bankrupted him and his family. To survive, he went into commercial lending where he saw firsthand the massive fraud perpetrated on the elderly by going after their pensions. As a result, he began working with all levels of law enforcement in Canada. In 2010, Christopher's father brought him a $240,000 class action lawsuit based on Christopher's work. The case was sabotaged, and all the work that Christopher did led him to learn the difference between legal and lawful. Ultimately, he made a promise to his father to pursue the truth and hold the people accountable who were responsible. So welcome to the other side of the news, Christopher. Are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you so much for having me here this evening. I have to say that in in looking at your materials, I personally am deeply touched how much you value your family. In today's world, people, many have become so disconnected from their families. And to me, it's really heartening to see 
how important they are in your life. So I, I just wanted to acknowledge that on a personal note. I was very moved. Oh, thank you. So thank you. a man of many talents and <laughs> and who has been on this long journey, it appears that the universe had other ideas for you than what you initially thought when you embarked on your journey as a musician. Yes, definitely. You couldn't, couldn't, couldn't say it any better. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what I notice is that the universe has a way of calling forth artists. I mean, and when I say artists, I mean in the big A, you know, musicians, painters, dancers, writers, because we see the vision of the future and we put together patterns really quickly and we're innovative and creative. So it's no surprise to me that the universe has called you forth for this important work to wake people up to where they are in relation to the law and in relation to their rights. I mean, many people haven't a clue and they're going to be surprised by some of the things you say. So uh, I'd just like to ask you, on this journey that you've been on, Your heart now, where, I mean, I get this pulse coming from you, this like hunger for the truth. Can you speak a little about that? Uh, Yeah, you're definitely feeling um, the energy. The thing that I've learned the most about this whole journey is that, you know, what started out, you so eloquently talked about, you know, family and the importance of that in this world and how that seems to have been stripped away. It's always given to us in that image, I guess you could say, through the mainstream media and, and television and motion pictures, you know, from Hollywood, because that's how the world has been conditioned. But ultimately, why I'm here this evening is because the love that I have for my family, it's also the love that I have for this world for every man and woman that's out there because we are all one family. And this isn't some kumbaya moment here while I'm here. What I'm about to drop here this evening is the most powerful truth that the world is ever going to hear right now in this moment. You can forget and clear your mind consciously of everything else that's going on. And once you learn that simple truth, you know, that's what's driven me. You know, a, a journey for my father to hold the people accountable. And I just wanted to say that the number you said at the beginning, it was a $240 million class action lawsuit, two pension funds with over 40 pensioners that were still alive, uh, who I was representing. And I took my work to the court. So that's what it boiled down to. And I began to have my love for all of them as well. And for whatever reason, I thought that the music and entertainment industry, that was going to be the the main thing for me, like I said, I was drawn to music at a very, very young age, you know, from about six or so. And uh, it's just, it was a blur all the way up till I was 40 years of age. And I saw this incredible initiative that I could launch worldwide that Alan Lee from Lord of the Rings actually flew over specifically to see me. And, uh, you know, he offered his services to me at the end of the day, because back then I was actually bringing forward something into this world that was so huge in the music and entertainment industry that it was going to be an incredible light Okay, like never before, because I was going to be able to show in real time where all the money was going with a you know a global consciousness fund, and there was a simple subscription base model that I figured out, and it was uh, it was just incredible to see that you know this gift that I was given here. I thought, well, this is my my big moment here in this world. This is what I was here to do, and then all of a sudden, as you said, he pulled the curtain back, and he showed me what was really going on with the with the central bankers, and then from there it went downhill. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's the system that's out there that it was my love. Well, ultimately why I'm here to right an enormous wrong and harm that happened to my family and myself. I mean, it just, I have a sea of destruction behind me that I still carry. 
So I am so blessed to be here this evening and, and talk about this because it's allowed me to actually bring this incredible truth forward, which I imagine we'll go to just after the break. I won't leave everyone on a cliffhanger here and I don't want to start it before the break. But um, it's a very powerful journey that I've been on and this truth I'm about to say to everybody, um, all I can say to you is uh, just relax because we're going to be okay. We're going to get through this in this world. That's how powerful this truth is. Thank it's all you, Christopher. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I have to jump in because we're at that time. So you yep. are listening to the other side of the news. Our guest tonight is Christopher James. The show is called Deceived at Birth. And Christopher is going to share with us information that could really make a big difference in our lives for all of us. And the co-hosts tonight are Annette Driscoll, Timothy Saunders, and myself, Kinthea. We'll catch you after the break. Carrie Made on the other side of the news and I'm excited to be here because we have freedom of speech and no censorship. ago that says am I being selfish and I said absolutely but I'm not doing this for me I'm doing this for my grandchildren and my grandchildren's children I see the loss of rights and freedoms I've lived long enough to know what's happened here and I cannot stand back and simply comply I'm going to resist those measures with everything that I have uh, emotionally psychologically physically legally I cannot allow our rights and freedoms to be taken from us. We have to stand up for them. This is where I say that we have to become adults. We have to stand up for our rights and freedoms. We can't ask for them. We have to demand that they be honored and respected. Masking is part of the strategy of totalitarian tiptoe. We just keep encroaching on you and it's just a little bit worse than it was yesterday. And most people don't see it, but we see it. And that's why this program and the work that you guys are doing is so important.
This is Ted Kunz from Vaccine Choice Canada. I just want to reach out and express my gratitude to other side of the news for all that you guys are doing to empower humanity and bring us to a higher state of consciousness. Uh, the time that we shared together was a real pleasure, rich conversation, and I know that all of you are uh, higher conscious beings who are uh, part of the solution. I just want to express my gratitude to Kinthia, Timothy, and Aneta and your program, The Other Side of the News. You guys are great. And welcome, welcome back. back to the other side of the news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got it. Okay. Take over. I kept hearing the music. I'm like, well, are we on or not? Okay. So uh, <laughs> we'll probably have to edit that part out. huh? Uh, anyway, uh, we're back and uh, we have our, our guest tonight and our show name is Deceived at Birth. Um, and our, our guest is Christopher James, and he was just about to tell us his um, motivating uh, story, uh, why he's so motivated to uh, do this work. And so I think we should just let you take it away, Christopher. Well, thank you again for, for having me here. I realize in today's world with, um, you know, all this chaos that's going on and this amount of information overload that my fellow man and woman out there that they're, unfortunately, their attention span is very short because there's all these other elements that are affecting our consciousness out there. So I'm just going to cut right to the trace right, right up front here, okay? I'm here this evening because I have the solution to save our world right now. I'm not pumping anything. I'm not selling anything. There's something that's going on right now in real time. Why this call this evening is so huge is I just filed off the most important paperwork that I've done in my life today on behalf of the world. And it's gone to the, the, the lieutenant governor at the federal level in Canada here, the lieutenant governor at the provincial level in Ontario. And I've hit the top people that are acting. All these people are acting for service corporations. Okay. Is when we, when we get into this, this evening, this truth, and they've all been put on notice about the corruption that's going on in our public courthouses. And it's very, it's, it's this simple through my 20 year journey that was so, you know, I appreciate, thank you very much for sharing this with the audience because it's important to understand the foundation of where this truth came from. Okay. It's very important. Okay. And you can vet me any way, which way you like me, you're going to come right back to this truth because the show this evening isn't about Christopher James. The show is about this truth that I'm bringing forward here that I'm putting a very bright and powerful light on it right now. And it's this simple. There's one question in this world that has to be answered right now. And those of us out here that have the truth on multiple fronts all around the world will finally have the vehicle to bring that truth out into the light at a public courthouse and move a claim in court against the people that are causing all this wrong and harm. And it's very simple. The rules of civil procedure. For those of you that know nothing about courts or know nothing about the law or legal difference, you don't have to. I'm going to explain to you something very, very simply here after 20 years of enormous research and investigative work. The rules of civil procedure are created by people that belong to a society that we the people don't belong to called the bar. It's a private society that lawyers are members of, okay? They write their own rules, laws, whatever's going to apply to them. The lawyers operate in a very, um, how should we say, deceiving way to our fellow mankind. And what they've been using against us simply, this is how quick this is, when the truth is present, very few words are required. So, our public courthouse we the people and this truth that I just explained to you that I have right now to bring forward that will stop all this wrong and harm. For example, an interview I did with Judy Mikovich back in July of this year, I've held back because it's so explosive. 
Okay, because it's going to actually bring forth the truth that's in this courthouse. And that is simply this, the same reason why Judy Mikovich has been blocked and everybody else, you know, is trying it with all their heart to bring, whether it's the 5G, the chemtrails, uh, the, the vaccinations, everybody is trying to, to fight this evil. But the problem is they are not fighting it correctly and head on where it should be done. That's at the public courthouse. You want to know why we're all being blocked? Get ready for this, people. Here it is. The rules of civil procedure. They're written by a society that we do not belong to, and that's what they are blocking we, the people, when we file our paperwork, which a claim I, I launched for the first time in the history in Canada, probably in 200 years, I believe, okay, on September the 12th, 2020, just a few months ago, and this is resting at the Milton, Ontario Courthouse in, in Canada, and there's a Sukleski Court that's been established. It's the first time a common law court has been established, and now members of the bar are trying to kick it out. Why? They're saying that the claim that we are making about 10 people, okay, that have caused enormous wrong and harm is not following the rules of civil procedure. Again, those rules of civil procedure were not written by I. They were not written by we the people. Okay, we are not bound by pieces of paper that have words on it unless our signature's on it, and we consent to it. Those two things have to be, be first and foremost required for that to actually apply to us. Or what's the other thing that they must have? A contract, right? They have to have a contract or they're going to claim we're property, which is the big one. So what I've learned from all of this is that the rules of civil procedure right now, I've got the attorney's general's office. I've had four lawyers, four communications to the registrar. That's the woman that receives these claims at the public courthouse, write to her and requesting that this claim is pulled from the courthouse. Why? Because it's not falling under the rules of civil procedure. Now I've evidenced this from a case that I did over a year ago with a family farm. Same thing applied, right? This time what happened was, because I've been, I've been poking the bear for a long time in the bar, what they did to a f farmer family of over 30 years, never wrote a bat check ever in their life, wonderful people, is this uh, man acting as attorney general for the uh, service corporation called Ontario, through all these legal means, has gone and stolen his property. And not only his property, they've terrorized him for a year. So when we moved a claim of $10 million per all these agents against them, all got filed in the court, went the 21 days, you have to wait until you can move your court after you've served everyone, so they have time to respond and put any of their, def uh, their, their claims to defend themselves in our court. Again, remember, in a common law court, the rules of civil procedure do not come in. And this is what they're using right now to block the truth. This is how Judy Mikovich has been blocked because she's in the wrong jurisdiction. Here's the big word, law. It stands for land, air, water. When you are born and you come into this world, you're born on the land, not the water. That's what the bar operates in. That's their jurisdiction, the jurisdiction of the sea. Okay? Law stands for land, common law. Air stand, a stands for air, ecclesiastical law, canon law. And W stands for water, which is admiralty maritime law. That's what lawyers are trained in, which is contract law. It's the, it's the, the difference between legal and lawful is legal applies to that which is incorporated, right? Legal persons, which are fictions that are created when we're born. That's what the birth certificate represents people, okay? It's very disturbing when you understand that truth. So this claim that I have right now before, before this court is huge because we've just written this letter today that's just gone out. To, like I say, the governor general, the top justices, and what is the simple question that I'm laying before them? That these multiple people are trespassing over the we the people's right to have an access to move our claim in court of that public courthouse. Remember, who's the man or woman in that courthouse that's going to come forward and claim that I'm property? Nobody. Who can administrate property without right? Nobody. That's what my claim is. Who has a contract in there denying me that right to access that public courthouse? Nobody. See, these people that are wearing these black robes, they are public servants. They work for service corporations, okay? But all this theater that's been going on for years has compromised the consciousness of man where people don't know who they are. And why that is, is because the very first moment that we are born into this world, a horrific trespass occurs against us. 
And this is what you find simply on my website with the foundational four knowledge videos that are there. You learn of this trespass. You're born into this world free of any paper being attached to you. And then all of a sudden they create a birth certificate that represents a corporation that represents a legal person. But you don't own that. Remember, you didn't create it. So it does not apply to you. And yet when these public courthouses that we're accessing right now today, this is why people see all this enormous wrong and harm occurring because the public courthouses are not allowing us to access it in the correct capacity. We're being brought in as what was created when we were born, the legal person. That's the birth certificate. It has nothing to do with you. The only thing it re that it relates to each every man and woman is its evidence of identity theft because through that unlawful conversion, they convert you from a lawful man to a legal person. Remember all in the back end when your parents are signing paperwork, they don't know this is going on at the hospital and either the doctors or the nurses. And it's a very powerful truth. But I went from that truth of understanding first that trespass and understanding the difference between legal and lawful to now finally understanding this powerful single truth that the rules of civil procedure, once we the people rise up and we bring this to the attention to all our all these people that are supposed to be representing us from the chiefs of police right down through hospital workers that the rules of civil procedure are written by a society that we the people do not belong to. And they have no business blocking us when we're going to a public courthouse. That's the, the keystone, that's the underlying pin to all of this. When you remove the rules of civil procedure as they're trying to do now to me, and they've done in three other cases that I've launched already in Canada over the last year, people might say, well, geez, Chris, you've done this three times now. This isn't going to go anywhere. Oh no, the difference is Jack and Susie out there is that I've been at this for 20 years and nothing happens for a reason in this world is by coincidence, okay? My, as, as it so eloquently talked about here, I've got a passion in me that you would not believe burns in me and I want every man and woman to understand the simple truth. The rules of civil procedure are, are blocking we the people from accessing our public courthouses and the correct capacity as a man or woman to move a claim against another man or woman that's trespassed against us. It's that simple. Okay, the common law is the unwritten law. That just is exactly what I just said. If a man or woman trespasses against you, they cause you wrong or harm to your property, they breach a contract, they terrorize your whatever. They have to trespass in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a horrific, not a good way towards you. All right, when that occurs, that changes everything. It's a very simple process to move that simple claim into a public courthouse before a jury of your peers and say, this is what Bob or Susie did to me. Here's my evidence. And then that jury is going to hear from that man or woman, whatever evidence he's going to lay for. This is all outside of legal procedures, which is what? The rules of civil procedure. That's how they're making all the money. That's how they're destroying families. That's how they've destroyed our world. And you're able to take the entire system down because once you do that and you push the rules of civil procedure out of the way, Guess what? People like Judy Mikovich, people like Christopher James, people like all these incredible people around the world in the 5G movements, you know, in the wireless, whatever's out vaccines, they are now going to be able to bring their truth in to that public courthouse. And you don't sue a corporation of fiction, you know, like Google or someone you know, like that or McDonald's or Tim Hortons. You go after the top people. Remember, it's people that are doing these actions to us. It's not fictions. And the legal world is the world of the dead. So I'm telling all my fellow men and women to wake up and walk into the world of the living. It is this simple. We can worry about the unlawful trespass that occurs against every man and woman when we're born a little bit later, but let's keep it simple. We remove the rules of civil procedure and we bring that to the light that this is what the bar is using right against us. Remember, the bar is representing this evil that's out there in this world today. That's why they have a lock on our courts. That's why we don't have justice. You know, so I've made it this simple. So I'm, I'm sorry if I rambled on, but it's, it's very passionate and you need to know this is the truth for our world. So I hope everybody, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but it's that simple. We move the rules of civil procedure out of the way and our world is going to change overnight because I've got the truth right now to move that claim against people in this country that are causing all this wrong and harm based on this fraud of COVID-19. Nobody else has the vehicle like this. Everyone's trying to, God bless them, create all these movements or create this awareness. That's great. But where do you have the enforcement of this? 
And I want everyone to know as well that when I do go to the courthouse and I do go to move this, I'm going to have at least 100 police officers deep with me that understand this. Okay. We're on the cusp of doing this here. We're starting to see the cracks happen in Australia with 70 officers the other day. It's going to begin here in Canada very soon. So I want people to pay attention to this. And when you understand those rules of civil procedure do not apply to us, you do not use any of their legal forms at a public courthouse, you move your claim like a man or a woman, okay? Because when a lawyer is there, he's not representing you. He's representing you. And what is he representing you as? The birth certificate that was created when you were born. So learn about that, people. And with all my heart, we're on, we're on the cusp of something truly incredible in this world. Okay, Christopher, I want to break in here because that's yep. a lot for people to take on, okay? Yep. Uh, so I want to go backwards to the, the rules of, of civil procedure. Uh, I want to go back into the first thing that attorneys do. All right. So most people aren't aware that they, they take uh, three oaths when they become attorneys. The first one is to the court system. That's their first oath, which means that's their, that's their first loyalty. The second one is the bar association, or at least in this country, this is how it works. And in the United States, uh, is the bar, which is the, and they, they, part of the oath is to practice law as it was taught, which is really important because what are they teaching in law school but civil procedure, right? And so they're, they're doing this. So then the third oath they're taking is to the client. You're third in line. If you hire an attorney, you're third in line and you're, they're, they're going to practice their kind of legal on you and, and lawful always will trump legal. So I just want to point these little things out to, to people that maybe don't, haven't had that kind of background. Um, everything you're saying is true. It's just a lot to take on. Uh, <laughs> you know, that we're actually dealing under admiralty. I remember the first time I heard about admiralty law, I thought, well, what's the difference? I don't know, you know. Um, so all these things, uh, I, w- I want to slow you down here and, and kind of dig a little deeper is what I'm saying. Um, so when you're talking about, uh, getting into, let's, let's, I, I know we don't want to go too deep into the whole birth certificate thing. Um, but we are, but we are deceived at birth. And I wanted people to understand the difference between the actual living, breathing, created, uh, by God or whatever you want to label that, uh, human being, the sovereign being, uh, versus the entity, the corporate entity. Because I think something that's really interesting that you just spoke of, which is, uh, um, when you're dealing with these corporations, that you're actually dealing with a person at the top. I've been using this to great effect through this, um, not having to, you know, going against these so-called rules. I mean, they, they try to tell me that, that this is their policy. I'm like, well, that's just great because, you know, I, I'm not going to, that my stuff trumps your stuff, right? But in the end, what I end up with is um, giving them a, you know, I'm, I'm having, I said, I'm having an in-personum relationship with you. I am speaking to a live person and you're speaking to a live person. So this interaction is between the two of us. Can you go into that a little bit more into that thing versus a corporation versus a, a human? Sure. The uh, words are the words are paramount here that are used. So let's just backtrack to what you just said there. Mm-hmm. You were not speaking to a person. You were speaking well, okay, to you were per- speaking to you're speaking to a man. That's and right. I'm speaking to a woman. That's right. Okay? You, you do not me. go through this world acting or even mentioning the word person. The person is a fictional construct. We were born as man or woman. We were not born as persons and definitely not legal persons. 
Okay, so that's why the language is so important and the simplicity of the words that we use. So when people understand that difference between a man and a woman and people, those are three the same jurisdiction, right? And then the difference between what a corporation and that a person represents the same as a corporation in a legal world. See, the legal world is the world of the dead. It's everything that exists on paper, right? The lawful world, it plays to a man or woman, people. And it's really that simple. And it's, it's it, you know, sometimes when you, when you say this to people, they're, they're first taken aback. But once they sit down and they absorb, and I should say I have four foundational videos on my website that help people simply understand that trespass that occurs when we're born. And once you watch that, then hopefully the lights go on. And then this conversation we're having, you pay attention to the words. That's the big problem. People will never look at the word person ever again. They never look at the same once they see the, the word person written on any type of government documentation in any type of capacity it's being brought to you because they realize now that a person has nothing to do with them, right? It's like McDonald's sending you something and saying that because you're a person, you know, that you're bound to codes, rules, or statutes. So it's, it's, it's a very, very beautiful thing, you know, when you, as, they, as I always say to people, you know, you have to learn who you are not first before you can learn who you are. And uh, I've learned that uh, the hard way. And hopefully people today can learn it very quickly and see how powerful this is, you know, understanding the power of words. Well, you know, you got me there because um, I actually do know that and I slipped up and used it anyway because it's so automatic. So there you yep. go. Because yep. um, it, it's so built in. And I do That's want right. to talk a, a little bit about that whole thing with having it built in um, with the, and the words being so terribly important because you're absolutely right. Um, but the, the whole thing with with how contract law is written, when we are looking at this, if you could speak to this realization, I've had it. I know the people that I've studied with and they said that we've all had different degrees of this where you're reading something and all of a sudden the lights come on because you can see their language. They actually do reveal everything right in front of you. It's just, it's like what's black is white. What's white is black. Sometimes it's put in the reverse. It's in the, it's in the negative. Um, can you speak to that experience and how that, that, cause you, you clearly helped a lot of other people go through that waking up and seeing the, the actual words come off the page. Yep. Actually, that's perfect. How you ended that words off the page. Uh, you know, it's real simple. I'll show you how quickly this answer is. As I say, when truth is present, very few words are required. So to your question, it's very simple. You were not taught to understand this very simple foundational truth. So place this within your consciousness always, okay? Anything written on a piece of paper, unless you had any knowledge of it being written, or you consent, or not knowledge, but you consented to it, or your wet signatures on it, meaning that there's a contract, okay? Then no words in this world bind a man or woman to anything, okay? Remember that. So when people are talking about all these laws and contracts and various different things, I teach people, I say, wait a second. There's three powerful words, trespass, property, and then the third word is always who. Who wrote this documentation that you're pointing to that you believe applies to I am man? See, and that's how quickly you take everything down because the court systems work with paper that's moving in front of them, right? As you talk so really wonderfully about the process, that's what lawyers, people that go into law, believing that they're going to do good and all this stuff in this world, they're not taught law, they're taught process, right? The rules of civil procedure, exactly, because they got to keep that engine, that casino, to tickety boom, right? Just running nice and smooth. 
So, you know, this is, this is very powerful when you understand these simple truths that I lay to people. And this truth is very, very powerful. Put it in your consciousness now because you've probably never had this conversation that we're having now. We all should have had with our parents. Our parents should have had it with their grandparents many generations ago. But this simple conversation never happened. These foundational truths have some, somehow worked their way out of our family units, you know, or out of our consciousness. And we're simply restoring the simplicity of truth right now. So remember that. So when people are talking about if, if anytime someone's trying to put a code, a statute, a rule, a regulation, they're trying to apply a bylaw to you, whatever, okay? You say, who wrote that document? Is my wet signature on it? So what if your name is printed on it, it's typed up on it, it does not apply to you. Could I show up at your door? Would I type a some document up and I say that you owe me taxation or you're bound to my code's rules or something? No, of course not. And yet the theater that we've all been conditioned with, with Hollywood, and television, that's what we see reinforced in our public courthouses, right? And this is the key to understanding what is actually going on, is that we as people are not bound to pieces of paper with words on it, right? We came into this world without any paper attached to us. And the man that you're hearing speaking right now on this show has also got no paper attached to him right now. And that's why, with all due respect to people that are, you know, they put all this work in Canada here into redoing, trying to rewrite these constitutions and talks. Again, I was not there when that went down. So nothing on that piece of paper, although it can be saying great things for, for what they wish to do or whatever, applies to I as a man or woman. If any man or woman trespasses against me, that's the simplicity of how they're held liable in a public courthouse. They're not allowed to bring pieces of paper in with writing on it that I had nothing to do with, that you and I, all the people out there, the majority of us have nothing to do with. You, under, you have to understand this. So the only way that the legal world works for this, how we draw this back to the person word, is that they have to represent you as a legal person in their world at the courthouse. And you don't know this. Christopher, and this is what's going I, on. May I cut in, and it's a story as well. I, this is Timothy. I, I have a question. I, I'm playing devil's advocate, whatever that means uh, in this context. And also... I'm just getting up to speed on this. I mean, it, it, we, we have discussed this subject for years, actually. And yep. uh, we had also a, a guest fairly recently, uh, Trial, uh, who we enjoyed speaking with about this, a similar subject or, or some of the subjects uh, uh, are very similar indeed. But let's just take up this point here, Christopher. Let's just say, you know, you're, you're saying that in, unless that piece of paper or that piece of paper has nothing to do with you, the man, woman, uh, because it's a different system. But let's just say, I mean, again, I, I, I don't want to tempt fate, but let's just say that, you know, one evening a uh, car pulls up outside of your driveway and uh, you get a knock at the door and you have two police constables, whatever you call them in Canada, Mounties, I don't know. And they say, uh, good evening, Christopher. Are you Christopher James? Uh, I have a warrant for, let's just say, uh, questioning. I'm not even going to make it all that negative. But let's just say there's a piece of paper uh, with your name on it. I assume that would be a name in block capitals. Uh, right. So what would your answer be? Well, um, that's a great, that's a great um, scenario. Uh, actually, what I have, and people already know on my website, is I've shown people how to create their correct ID. It's very important. And it's important that when you understand who you are as a man or a woman in law, and that these people that are standing outside your door wearing guns and, and that, yes, it can be intimidating, but they're there ultimately, and you have to remember that we've all been lied to. So that's how I always approach these people when I'm looking at them is because I realize, you know, as, as the good book says, you know, forgive those for know that not what they do. 
And these people are out there trying to put their lives on the line every day for us. And they've also been lied to as well at birth. They don't understand the difference between a legal person, which that with their service corporation has jurisdiction over. Remember, it's that created document. They don't know the difference between that and a man or a woman. So when they would approach me at the door, if they came there, I would greet them fine at the door. But I have my idea. And of course, as you, again, eloquently discussed, the block letters, the all capital letters, I would look at will show me this paper, right? Because if there's a warrant for my arrest, I'm going to say, who's the claim of the man or woman that says I've trespassed against them? They're going to say, oh, no, well, you broke some code, rule, or statute. Well, no, 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 no. Who brought this warrant into the court? What is it based on? Because either I've done wrong or harm to another man or woman out here, because that's why a warrant is issued, okay? I'm a, I've done something very, very wrong if they're coming to your house to pick you up. So who is this man or woman I've trespassed against and caused wrong and harm against? Well, there's going to be nobody, okay? Again, you have to drill right down it. So they may say that because ultimately they're going to have something on a peeper in their world. They're going to say, well, you say they've got... I don't know if they've conjured up something. Again, you're, you're using a hypothetical situation that I can only see in the future that the police would come to my house is if I don't get what's going on, going down right now in the courts in the next two, three weeks here. This is how close we're all to this. And they're coming around because they might try and use a scam that, oh, we rumor had it that Christopher had COVID. You know, he had, he had something and yet I've not been tested. So they're going to show up and they're going to say, well, you know, we will have to mandatory test you. And for those of you that don't know, you know, the PCR tests do, do not collect anything. It's all garbage what's being recorded in the false positives, etc. So that's the only way that they would show up at my door. But I understand what you're saying, you know, in that scenario. And my, my question would be is, well, unless you've caused wrong or harm in the criminal world, the legal world, and their world and how it works, then they have no jurisdiction to come onto your property. For example, if, you know, I got pulled over in a vehicle uh, because they ran the plates on it, it says, oh, this, it appears it comes up in our system, these plates here, this man or woman driving this car, that it's not been licensed or there's tickets that are outstanding on it, et cetera, et cetera. So in the, the same scenario, when he would come to the side of that door, I would say to him, good evening. I said, he would ask for, you know, your license and registration. And I would say, well, for starters, I said, here's my identification that I would give to him at the window that I've created that's actually based on the foundational document that these service corporations create when we're in a hospital. It's very powerful when it gets notarized. And then I simply state to him, I'm not operating in a license at this time. Is there something that I can assist you with? Okay, you have to understand that, you know, for example, where I live, the Halton District Police, they're all incredible people, I like to believe, all honorable, putting their lives on the line, but let's get right down to the metal here. We don't need to talk around it. Do any of these people that work for the service corporation, all right, does the service corporation have a contract with me? No, no different than McDonald's or Burger King. So then how does that, those people that are working for that corporation, no different than McDonald's or Burger King, have jurisdiction over me and control over me that they can trespass, arrest me and, and, and find me with all these fines if I don't have a contract with their corporation. Well, they're going to point to something else. They're going to say, well, the Highway Traffic Act or the uh, Justice Act or some other type of acts. Well, then you always come back to that word I said, who? Who wrote this documentation, these acts and, and things that you're talking about? Because I have no clue of what you're talking about. You see, it's that simple. Someone has to come into court and has to back up what the words are on that piece of paper, or someone has to say that you've caused wrong or harm for them to be showing up to, to hold a warrant against you. So, you know, my situation is pretty clear because I don't cause any wrong or harm to my fellow man or woman. And uh, so, but I understand if people are coming to the door in that capacity, you know, that's in a, a criminal. We're, we're yeah, we're talking about a lot of, you know, what ifs. So. Uh, no, no, we're just coming up on a hard break. So uh, yeah. I'm just going to say, let's come back to this on the other side of the break. And I do have a question I'd like to put your way. But in the meantime, you're listening to the other side of the news. And our guest this evening is Christopher James.
Vince C. Hoagland here. I'd like you to support The Other Side of Midnight by subscribing to Club 19.5 and thereby joining our unique and growing radio community. Tune in to listen to our fascinating guests, pioneers on the out-there edge of science and thought, and gain access to exclusive member benefits. To do this, just visit our website, theothersideofmidnight.com, and click on the Join Club 19.5 link in the navigator bar or in the left-hand column. Membership costs $19.95 per month. That's 33 tetrahedral cents a day. I mean, it's the price of a couple of cups of coffee. As a Club 19.5 member, you'll gain access to this show and literally hundreds of previous shows on hundreds of different topics going back to 2015 that we have done. Our archive shows have the commercials removed, and you'll be able to download the MP3 files directly from the 19-point archives if you prefer. To enhance your listener experience, a new The Other Side of Midnight podcast is being added to all show pages, which will allow you to instantly search the show archives of Radio with Pictures, thus easily accessing the corresponding show. Plus, you can just as quickly access the entire podcast list when you're on the go. I want to personally thank all our Club 19.5 members, because without your continuing support, this show would literally not be on the air. Please continue supporting the broadcast that provides you with the most interesting conversation available, talk radio at the cutting edge of science and thought, and if you like what you hear on the other side of midnight, tell your friends and continue growing the show by having them subscribe to Club 19.5 as well, because we need all of you. And when I say we need you, you're the reason we're doing all this. Hoagland, over and out. There are so few, there in the thousands, we are billions, we are billions of people. So they need technology, very advanced technology to be able to control us. And that is where AI, 5G comes in. And then through the vaccine also get rid of two thirds of us. So it's like a very, very, very dark agenda they want to play out. But I tell you, the way I see the future, oh my God, fantastic. Or oh, like my mom said, fan-bloody-tastic. Hi, this is Ola Damagod from LightOnConspiracies.com. You know, over the years I've done some 500 to 1,000 international interviews, and I just want to say the other side of the news is one of my favorite shows. So enjoy. side of the news. Our guest tonight is Christopher James. Co-hosts are Annette Driscoll and Timothy Saunders and myself, Kinthea. The show is called Deceived at Birth. And Timothy, you were uh, uh, right in the middle of a string of questions. So if you'd like to continue, please do. Yeah, thank you, Kinthea. Christopher, I hear your words and I, I very much appreciate what you're saying. I'm just 
not quite convinced I'm just, about one particular thing, and that is that in recent weeks, months, we've seen, what can I say, a lot of aggression and a lot of uh, arrests uh, where, where the police have actually been instructed or following guidelines or mandates, whatever it is, to, you know, literally manhandle activists, people, you know, not breaking any laws, people who are attending sort of uh, um, events such as in, in anything like 1.5 million people in Berlin to people in, in Canada, people in Trafalgar Square in London, people all the way around the world, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people have been showing their face to uh, disagree with the lockdown procedure, the masks and so on and so on. But what I've seen in a lot of independent media because it's not shown on mainstream media, uh, is a lot of people treated quite brutally. You know, there's no time to discuss. There's no time to say, ah, yes, but, uh, you know, um, who? Who who is uh, questioning me? Or who, who, is, uh, who have I trespassed against? And so on. So I, I've, I've, I've researched your work to, to a, a certain level, but I, I of course, am, am nowhere close to the level in which you're at after after such a long um, period of time in your research. So is there some way that we could uh, sign ourselves out of this capital letter um, entity? Uh, is there some way we can show that we are a sovereign being as opposed to a, 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 a person in, in the land of the dead? Absolutely. Absolutely. And as I said, if until you know who you are, um, you know, you can't understand the simplicity of the solution that's before us here today. You know, going back, Tim, uh, I first want to say the opening part of the show was just absolutely brilliant that you did. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know anything about the show or actually I want everyone to know I've never met anyone on the show before, but I've just been, it's been truly wonderful to listen to here and, and, and the breaks in that. But anyways, I'll, I'll get back onto this. I just wanted to say that, that this is a first for all of us here, that nothing was pre-recorded at my end. And, uh, what you're talking about there, you have to compare apples with apples. Okay. And when you're talking about the, the images that you're seeing on TV with people being out in the streets, number one, you don't protest your servants. Again, people don't understand who they are. If they did, we'd all be doing our duty and surrounding a courthouse properly and ensuring that truth was brought into that public courthouse lawfully before the world and shown to the world simply and powerfully. And that's what it's about. Okay. Uh, what you're absolutely right. When you've got these people, if you're out there in these protests and that, that's where this stuff that I'm talking about doesn't apply to. That's why I was saying the scenario you were painting at the door is a loaded question. Okay. Number one, it's a hypothetical thing. And if it happened, there's so many variables that could be surrounding that you just don't know. And how I'd react to it would always be the same way. Obviously I've had to cause some wrong or harm to another man or woman. And it is this simple. How we get out of this system is we all, that's why I said we don't have to go down and learn all about the trespass that occurs at birth, the unlawful conversion, the difference between legal and lawful. Let's all just understand one question, okay? It's one question. Do the rules of civil procedure apply to we the people? That's the only conversation that I'm having with people right now because the evidence is lying right now waiting to be brought into the light from everything that you're talking about here that will stop the police from doing all this wrong and harm because they're actually going to see a man moving a court properly under common law. I'm not standing. Do you see me in protest, fighting with police, whatever? Hell no. I'm doing this for the police here as well, worldwide and locally. That's why this is so powerful. Yes, it goes back to the trespass that occurred against all of us when we were born. That's why this is so huge as well. But ultimately, 
when the people understand that that's the only thing they need to understand is these rules of civil procedure being used against the truth. Keep it simple. Get me out of the way. The truth that can save our world right now from being brought in because they're trying to say that, again, on my website, when you talk about words on a piece of paper, I show everybody now who wrote the rules of civil procedure. And it's simply people, a handful of people that work for these service corporations. So in order for those words on that piece of paper to apply to you or I as a man or a woman, they have to come into court and here's the three powerful things that everyone should learn. Either they're going to claim that I am property or they can prove that they can administrate another man or woman's property without right or they have an obligation which means contract with me allowing them to do what they claim they have so-called a right to do. And without those three things present, then that destroys every single thing that's on a piece of paper. That's why I say I go back to earlier when we talked about this conversation, Tim, that we've never had with our parents, you know, that our parents never had with their parents. These are foundational truths that have that stripped away from the consciousness of man, the simplicity of all of this, that we've really forgotten it, who we are and the rights that we have and the power that we have in law, not in legal. So if a, a, I, a lawyer... I think we'd go further than say we've forgotten. I think that we've been programmed to yeah, yeah. be totally unaware of it. I mean, it's yes. something which does not even exist. It's in the void for most people. 99% of the people on the planet, I would say, maybe more. Yeah. But... Uh, Absolutely. I mean, why? I mean, I, yes, I'm talking hypothetical situations with this sort of uh, knock on the door, but I guess that that's in the back of my mind. What I'm really referring to is this, um, yeah, totally unfair idea or concept that or construct that you know there's a group of people out there that tend to think that uh, there is this thing called COVID nineteen, and if you take this. Uh, this Mickey Mouse um, RT-PCR test, then it proves that you are, you know, suddenly branded with a, a different mark and therefore you should be treated in a different way and therefore, you know, a danger to the population and you should be put into a, a different set of rules. And, you know, some people are even going as far to say that there are camps set up with unknown addresses where people could be taken. I'm not looking to fearmonger here, but my point is, if this is on the horizon, even if this is defined in, you know, the Rothschilds agenda from 2010 or in the, uh, uh, yeah, any, any number of these official documents that we've discussed over the last few months, which have come to light where these things are clearly, you know, listed as, as a, a strategy. You know, I, I mentioned in the beginning of the, the opening that there are documents that clearly state that this pandemic uh this 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 chapter in human devolution in my opinion will go on until 2025 and you know there are policies in place there are contingencies in place there are plans in place to to ma maintain this you know you, you just see this whole ongoing um narrative you know for example the UK uh I'm, I'm British by birth, but I mean, I, I don't salute the flag every day like a lot of people do. But I mean, you know, I'm just a person on the planet like like, like the rest of us. I just happen to have been born there. Um, but my point is that the lockdown is coming, but based on what? You know, the, the deaths are at low levels, incredibly low levels. Um, case numbers are incredibly high because of this dodgy test and uh, ridiculous amounts of money being pumped into test pe 
Liverpool for no apparent reason. You know, the whole city of Liverpool apparently will be tested. Uh, I wonder what for. I guess it's, you know, a, a, a test city to uh, to start taking over the rest of the uh, the country and trying to boost those case numbers. I mean, even Fauci, the CDC, you know, conceded that, yeah, the majority of the positive tests are are just totally unreliable. So you have all this cognitive distance, dissidence. You have this ridiculous amounts of, uh, you know, pendulum information coming out. You know, one minute they're saying a mask is bad for you. The next minute it's good for you. The next minute, you know, uh, you know I, I don't even need to list it. But we've discussed these things you know, ad nauseum over the last few months. But where I'm going is if this designation that people are COVID-19 uh, carriers, if they must wear a mask, if they must be locked down, if they must be put into special camps, if they must be given a vaccination because a group of people deem it so, then at that moment, when there's that knock on the door, what can you do to screen them? And I, I and again, I'm, I'm probably coming back to the same question to you. So that that's why I'm saying it is a hypothetical question. But it is, that's where I'm going with this. Okay, fantastic. Let me make it simple here for everybody. You said a word earlier in the conversation tonight, which was actually perfect to describe what is going on here in my world right now for this world. Strategy, okay? What Tim was just referring to there, he's laying out the scenarios that are all very real. And no, he's not trying to be like chicken little that the sky is falling. Everything that he's talking about, these are all the things that these people okay, are trying to do to we the people in this world. You don't need to understand, well, you'll learn why in, down the road, but at the end of the day, we have a fight before us, okay? And you have to understand that I've already been on the battlefield and I've been waiting on the battlefield looking back on my assets, which is my fellow fe fellow man and woman, and how I'm going to bring these people in and onto the field to do battle with this this lie that's ultimately out there. That's what's driving this world right now, the COVID lie. So what is the battle tactic? We can't get things through um, the mainstream media. And you have to understand, you have to take the head of the snake off metaphorically, okay, to stop this evil. So what is the evil? What is going on here? Well, everything in this world right now is being driven by a lie, okay? And it's putting fear in the hearts and minds of man and woman. Why? Because they simply lack knowledge. So we give them the knowledge. It's very simple to address this. For example, we know in this, when you're talking about these lockdowns and mandatory vaccines, okay, you're not talking about fictions that are doing this. We're talking about a man or woman that are doing this. So in this country, it's a man named Justin Trudeau, the head of the largest service corporation called Canada. And then he's got sub people that are also like little mini generals. An example, Doug Ford, who's the premier of Ontario. So from a tactical standpoint, you understand the story that Tim's talking about? Now come to the real world that I'm in right now. The second that I get this rules of civil procedure moved out of the way, you move a claim against Justin Trudeau and Doug Ford, you bring him into court, you put him under oath or affirmation, and it's very simple. You ask him those three questions. Does Justin or any man or woman, see, that's why you have to understand the right and the power that we have, that if somebody has the truth that can actually stop a war or millions or billions of people from this world dying, something that is of such great importance to the consciousness and the future of this world, do the people not expect and require that that is supposed to be brought into a public courthouse? That's where the truth is supposed to be brought, not to be manipulated out online or on the mainstream media and news. So that's why this is so huge, because when the rules of civil procedure are addressed, all of a sudden I can make a three-sentence claim. I bring those two people in that are putting all these orders down that Tim was talking to in different countries. All these people are acting for service corporations. So you go after the man or the woman lawfully, you summon them, or you get a warrant out, which is going to happen in this case. And when they get brought into court 
and they are asked three questions, first under oath or affirmation, then you ask them, does the man Justin Trudeau or Doug Ford, for example, in Ontario and Canada, claim my property? No. And you would say, and you'd add to that, and or any other man or woman that's acting under your control for your service corporation, they're going to say, no, ob- absolutely, no one will claim your property. That's slavery. That's right. And who is the man or woman in this world that can administrate property without right? They're going to say, well, nobody can. That's right. I can't come and take your property. You can't order me around. I can't you order you around. We're equal in this world as a man or woman. That's right. And then the third question is, well, you and Dougie boy here, Justin, have been putting out all these orders to build these internment camps and do all these things against the people, lockdowns, destroying our businesses and economy. Could you please provide the obligation? If I'm not your property and you can't administrate property without right, then how does those words that you've put to paper or these orders that you're barking out, you already said your agents and officers that work under you aren't going to come forward and claim my property. They don't have a contract with me. So where's this contract? And when he doesn't produce the contract in the court, he's done. And that applies to every single man and woman that's the head of a state. You know, these people that you think of you've elected to these, you know, municipal, federal, provincial levels of government, that's how quickly you take them down. Nothing that they put pen to paper is applying to us. And once that happens, that's when the truth with Judy Mikovich and everything comes in. That's where the battle goes on because then you hold them accountable for the colossal fraud, which we all have the evidence for now. I got over 100 videos or 60 videos on my site that demonstrates the truth surrounding COVID-19. Okay. I've exposed the lie. I've been exposing it. I knew it from day one and I called it. Not as a, you know, not as just as a lucky guess, this is based on 20 years of enormous work. So this is how my, my mind has worked is that I've been drilling down on the tactical aspect. How do you take down this? I can't take down a Pope, a queen and the central bankers, but I can get access to that public courthouse correctly. That's the underlying key to all of this for all of this, not just in Canada, but every common law country in the world. It's a, called a public courthouse and we have a right to access it when we have evidence that a man or woman is trespassing against us. See how simple that is? Those are the words and no man or woman at the courthouse can deny us. So the scenario that you're painting out, I've got my claim right now that's going to address everything we've talked about here tonight. The rules of civil procedure are front and center and now it's gone to the top people that are acting for the service corporation and the judiciary and they have to respond back to me with what? They've got to answer those three questions. Either someone at that Milton courthouse or these lawyers or someone's claiming I'm property or the rules of civil procedure do not apply to me because they've got to have a contract with me. And once that's pushed out of the way and established as truth, all of a sudden, we the people have access to that courthouse, and that's when the rubber hits the road. All of okay, these things we're talking about. Yep. Anetta, I have a question that I'm just dying to, to insert here. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, I've, I've taken a lot of things into court. I've done a lot of these types of things you're talking about. And one of the problems that I have, this is a very practical question. When we take a uh, paperwork into court, they want it in a certain form. I have tried to do it in other forms. How are you getting around that? Like, cause I, I understand what you're saying. I also don't know how to do that. Well, uh, it's a great, great question. First and foremost, when you understand that, that cup, what a public courthouse is and how to pro- spot properly speak to those people, it's very simple to get your paperwork across the counter to them because they've been trained. Remember, everyone's been lied to. These are great people that work at these courthouses as court clerks or registrars, but they've only been trained in a legal capacity. No different than the lawyers at school, right? They have all these rules of civil procedure of how their process is supposed to unfold in these public courthouse rooms that they're basically renting. It's the same for the front end staff that they've also only been trained to recognize any man or woman 
that they're bound to legal forms and processes. So for me, it was just simply, I, I've actually never had any problem filing my claims because in Canada here, they had like a, a, a legal form called 14A uh, Statement of Claim. And I just looked at that and I thought, well, I'm not trying to, you know, rock the boat. Why do you have to reinvent the wheel here? So I simply looked at how they wrote it up in a legal capacity and I wrote it up so the format looked exactly the similar to the court clerk. So she knew exactly where she had to stamp. She knew exactly the very things she's been trained to look for were in the exact place where they were supposed to be where the parties are, you know, the date, you know, which, what's, what's the, the jurisdiction of this court. That's the other thing too, is that I never use any of their forms. It's, I've got a video, uh, audio I'm going to upload very soon, but the download for my claim, everyone could, can go to my website and it's under the, uh, case, uh, file tab and it's case number two and it'll be the Sukleski court. All right. You can also download the Maneri court, but the Sukleski court is the one that went in on September the 12th. You only have to read that front page and you'll know how to file your claims now after this. All right. You okay, have to show so that's up. that's very similar to what I actually that's those are the that's exactly how I was successful in getting some of these filed. Yep. So okay, so it actually essentially looks the same, but it's not the same. And you have to remember is that you are you're not filing it into some a court. Okay, the words are paramount. Whatever your last name or middle name, whatever you wish to call your court, that's the title of the court. For example, when you see my filing, the Sukleski Court. See, we established a man's court at a public courthouse. And it's very important that your name and your court stands at the very top of that page because everything that's underneath it falls under its jurisdiction. I'm not trying to get too technical on people, but we've established the Sukleski court. This is this man's family name. So it's, it's his family name is moving court against his fellow people that have trespassed against him. And guess who these fellow people just happen to be? Eight of them are bar members. Well, actually all, all 12 of them are bar members or 10 of them are bar members, but two of them are justices and the other eight are simply lawyers. Okay. And that's how you hold these people accountable. And that's why they're fighting to get it out. Now they're trying to use their society's private rules against us for moving our claim in court forward. Cause the second that that happens, this is why I want everybody to know why it's so big. The bar's toast. Okay. Yeah. The bar's finished. All this wrong and harm that's occurring is over. And all of a sudden these people that are making all these orders like Boris Johnson, you know, around the world, Fauci's and that, do you not think Judy Mikovich is going to be at that courthouse in a heartbeat? with the people and get a warrant for Fauci and Bill Gates and all this evidence and firsthand knowledge he has. And see, when we do this up in Canada, I didn't mention there's a point of spear for all of my work that I've been doing these years. A man named Jesse Casanova created earthunited.global and the world should go there and subscribe there as well. Please subscribe to my site because if they do take the internet down, I've just been told that this, I believe it's Monday or Tuesday, Jesse is launching this software that is going to be incredible, an application that's going to allow us to still be connected like an internet if they shut the internet down. If they shut the cellular network down, well then we all know we're in a lot greater trouble and then no, getting to a public courthouse isn't going to matter at that time. But it's an incredible journey that I've been on. I, I apologize. I should have mentioned Jesse earlier. So that's how it works at the public courthouse. It's very simple. People will learn just from the front page. All you got to read is notice liability that's there. That very first page on the top of the Sukleski court before you get into the claim filing of it beneath it, which is only six pages filing their format. And the reason that the full claim is 61 pages, well, the other pages are all evidence, right? Of the communications that established that our claims be true. And it's really simple. So they're terrified of this is happening, that a man can actually move a claim against other people because everything they've done to this man under a state act, that's what they were applying to steal his father's wealth from him. Basically, they're all, imagine your father dies, he tries to leave his estate to you, and all of a sudden, these lawyers say to him, nope, nope, you can't do that for two years prior to him dying because why? Well, it didn't fall under the estate act. Remember that word comes up? You simply say who? Who wrote that estate act, people? Well, it wasn't me. Are you property of another man or woman out there? Of course we're not. 
So why are we allowing paperwork that we didn't create that a society uses or a service corporation in this case, which is the government of Ontario, a service corporation, that's their act. That's the, the word services there. That's what governments do. They provide services to us. You don't have to consent to their services. And now they're scared, you know, what less because all of a sudden they've got to produce the obligation that not only that the state act applied to this man, that the rules of civil procedure applied, that the justice act, and here's a big one, the Canadian revenue agency, the taxation, because they've been coming in there and they've been taking a lot of money from that fund. So see, it's real simple when you understand moving a claim at a court and understanding who you are, but I want to just keep on the point that those rules of civil procedure right now in real time as we're talking is laying at that public courthouse and the biggest, like I said, communication just went out today from my end. So it's going to get real serious in the next week or two here. And I'm rallying the world and Canada right now around this because if we can shed the light on this attention, if they try and kick this out of the courthouse again and they have not produced the obligation upon which all these people that are providing, that's another point I want to put to people so you understand to learn how to be a man or woman. Every man and woman when they act in any role all of a sudden diminishes their capacity. So for example, when they are working at a public courthouse, they are acting in a role. What do they have, what do they have when they act? They have duties and obligations just like a police officer. Duties and obligations do not trump the rights of a man or a woman. See how powerful that is? So when you go to that public courthouse, you simply say, who's the man or woman here that, again, can administrate property, claims I'm property, or has a contract to deny me access to seek the administration of justice? It's that I wanna, simple. I want to ask you a question, too. Yep. We've got only a few minutes toward, till break, okay? But you did mention, and, I, and I'm, I'm loving this, by the way, um, you did mention about your taxation stuff. So this is another one of those questions like Timothy posed. Um, so we have, you know, we have the IRS here. Everyone knows it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's, there's, there, you know, people here all the time, you know, taxes aren't, aren't legal and blah, blah, blah. And, and they aren't lawful actually. Um, but, but the thing is, is as how they get you. So you're saying, did I sign the document? Well, Actually, if you've ever signed a 1040, it's my understanding that, yes, you have and you've agreed to it. So um, you did sign on to something you didn't understand. You were told you had to blah, 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 blah. What are you doing? I mean, what do you do with those kind of things? Are you going through a recension process or how do in, in your in your scenario, how is that handled? <laughs> Very court. simple, actually. You simply write, like in Canada, for example, right? You're talking about the IRS. So let's just first talk about that. Is that a man or a woman? Uh, it's not either. That's right. So we don't talk about that. Okay. Because in the real world, the here and now, we only deal with, if you've done wrong or harm, that's why you're getting dragged into court. So you figure that you get some notice, takes the CRA or the IRS out of the way. Say you got a notice from McDonald's and McDonald's said to everybody that you owe us tax, right? For whatever, they're sending bills to your house. And you say, this is ridiculous. You'd laugh it out. All of a sudden, McDonald's is pulling you into a public courthouse saying that, nope, you owe us this tax. Well, produce the contract upon which you rely. So how this works in Canada, there's a gentleman by the name of Bob Hamilton. Now, he's a man, okay? And he's the head of this organization called the Canadian Revenue Agency, okay, that has been taking all this taxation from, again, we don't need to go down the rabbit hole, but let's just say it's been all based on constructive fraud. So how you simply address it, you don't have to get into the upper lowercase name, even though that's all foundational to the evidence. You simply write a letter to Bob and you say, hi, Bob, I was going through my records here. I couldn't find the obligation. And then you put in square brackets after it contract upon which Bob or any agents or officers under his control claim that a debt be due and true to the CRA. Kindly produce and forward the obligation upon which you rely post haste. Kind regards, Christopher. 
I did that uh, hmm, 10 years ago when they were coming after me when I, before I really started to learn all this stuff. But once I did learn the simplicity of it, that's all it took was a letter to them. And uh, I've never been bothered after that. And people need to understand the taxation is a whole other topic, right? But is that simple? Who in court? That's how Carl Lentz, a beautiful man out of the United States I want to talk about, he's been banned from coming up here to Canada. Why? He kicked the crap out of all the bar members every time he came to court here, right? If someone, remember, words on a piece of paper don't control anybody. So you walk into their court, you simply say, who's the man or woman that's got a verified claim against me that I caused them wrong or harm or they're claiming a debt to be true? Oh, we got a, a case here from the CRA claiming that you owe $10,000 and they've levied all these fines. Really? I require the CRA to appear and press the record. Well, the CRA can't appear because it's not a man, or, a man or a woman. And press the work record means speak in open court under oath or affirmation. Someone's got to point across the court to you and say, that man there, remember your names are relevant in common law. Sure, it's a recognized that that's what we know Bob or Susie has over there. But when you get into court, you're going to say, that man trespassed against me. Well, where's this man that coming forward that claims that I owe him a debt? Because the CRA corporation, they haven't produced the obligation, ding, ding, they're done there. Then when no man's going to come forward and claim a debt, well, right, they brought fraud into the courthouse and now they're liable. That's how simple it is. Carl shut him down. He simply says, I require them, the plaintiff in the legal world, that's a legal term, plaintiff, um, I require the plaintiff to press the record because it means the same in the legal world as in lawful world, right? A man or woman has to come forward and claim that a debt's true. And I think Carl stopped like okay. 100 plus cases at once, so... It was beautiful. We got to stop you for just a second because we're about to hit that break time. <laughs> yep. But uh, we'll be back. Um, we are the other side of the news. This is Christopher James, and we're doing the show Deceived at Birth. We'll be back after the break. David Kevin Lindsay from Canada and I would urge everybody to be able to support the other side of the news with the news media all over the world essentially promoting the government narrative on virtually every issue out there everybody needs an alternative source of accurate truthful information and the other side of the news provides that information, that source of information from a variety of speakers all over the world with personal knowledge and experience that they can share with everybody in over 160 countries that they're involved and that they go to, to show everybody in the world what they are doing to support and encourage everybody else to also stand up for freedom issues throughout the world. I would urge everybody on a regular basis to listen and support the other side of the news. The other side of midnight.com. Talk radio with pictures on demand. Liberate your hyperdimensional time scale and non-linearly access over 400 hours of conversation at the cutting edge of science and thought. 
join Club 19.5 to get access to exclusive content that fits your interests and time schedule. Filter episodes by guest or subject. Membership costs $9.95 a month, $0.33 a day. Talk radio with pictures on demand. The other side of midnight.com. To the other side of the news, our show tonight is called Deceived at Birth. Our guest is Christopher James, and we've been having some revelations here. Our co-hosts are Annette Driscoll, Timothy Saunders, and myself, Kinthea. So, Christopher, I'm really loving how simple you make it sound, but I'm wondering, like, in terms of uh, taxes, for one, a lot of times you just get a letter and it says, you know, if you don't pay this, then we're going to take it out of your bank account. How okay. do you hang on a second? I mean, we got we got to stop right there. How do you right deal there. with that? You see, we've, you've covered three very big things right there. Number one, you never use the word you. Okay, you're not a you, and this is the trick that goes on in court. Just remember that you're a man or a woman or people. So just remember that how we communicate with each other. I'm not knocking. Which, I'm not trying to belittle what you're saying. I'm just trying to say that's a huge word, you. The other one that you're talking about is you're absolutely right. They're sending, someone is sending a bill to your house, okay? And you see your name that's on it. Now, is your name in all capital letters on that bill? Yes. Go look at your IRS. It's in all capital letters. That has nothing to do with you. Again, do you have a contract with a service corporation called the IRS? Nope. It's no different than Coca-Cola McDonald's. It's a private corporation. Remember that. That's what the IRS represents. Do you have a, con- a contract with them? And then people say, well, they're going to come arrest you if you don't pay taxes and all these other things. Well, back up the, the boat there, Bob and Susie. First, you need to educate yourself. See, people have been too lazy over, over their lifespan because we've been intentionally denied these foundational truths. It's not that people are lazy. Some are, but the majority of us, we want the truth and our world wouldn't be in this position had we been given said, said foundational truths. And this is also one of them, which I'm glad you brought up. But is Christopher... This- <laughs> Even if they don't come to your door, they just clean out your bank account. That's right. And that was the other one I was going to jump on. It's not your bank account, people. Do you want to know why? Well, what ID did you use when you opened up that bank account? Did you use a birth certificate? Did you use a driver's license or some other form of this service corporation called government? Did you use the ID that they created and gave to you? Remember, they created the birth certificate. They own that corporation when you're born. So foolishly, what did we all do? We go, to the, we go to our banks and we use that ID. So we have put, imagine if McDonald's, when you're born, goes and creates a corporation in your name. You understand, everybody can understand that simplicity. And then as you get older, you've used that ID that McDonald's gave you all the time. And that's what you open up a bank account with over wherever you operate. And then you're complaining and screaming, oh my God, McDonald's is able to come into my bank account and take it or whatever. Well, it's not yes, your bank but- account. <laughs> the banks require that information to even open the account for you. Well, exactly. So let's talk about this on my website. It's great you brought this up. Under the Maneri case, it's the third um, 
uh, it's the first case file uh, under, under the common law, you're going to see a download there. And you're going to see a document because the ID that I created when we've talked about this unlawful conversion, I have people correct their create ID, which is all notarized. It, it all stands up to a lick in any court anywhere in the world. That's what also draws the separation between a man or a woman and these people that are claiming that the service corporation, you know, with your name that's been created and it owes this debt the taxation. So I had them go to the bank. And I had them take this documentation to their bank manager. They know for years. They had multiple banks. This is a family, never had a bad check ever in their life, wonderful family. So they take their new identification they've created. Why? Because they wanted to correct the record. They said they wanted to open up a new account with the correct ID. She looked at the ID. She recognized this is all legitimate. She says, absolutely. So she starts typing at the bank account to type in their bank information. Uh-oh, there's a problem. She does it a couple of times. Then she looks at them. She says, that's strange. And Kathy and Brent obviously knew what I was, what was going to happen because I told them. She says, I didn't know this part. I thought they were just going to give them a run around for whatever. We don't accept this ID. But no, they recognized everything as, as being legal and lawful. All of a sudden, she says, I can't put anything in capital uh, other than capital letters into this form. So she says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a letter to, I'm going to take your information. I'm going to send this off to head office and have them look at this and let me know, you know, how we can get this set up for you. This, again, the bank managers, everyone's been lied to. It's only the higher ups that understand this massive system. Or if you spent 20 years like I did locked away, looking at this stuff that you understand the full playing field of the battle that's before us. And that's the problem. My fellow man only has little tiny pieces and they think they understand the full field that's in front of them. So going back to this, they went and did this. Guess what happened two weeks later? They get a letter from the bank and the bank says to them, after review of this documentation that you've given us looking to continue business with us, we, the bank, do not feel it is appropriate to work with your, the type of businesses that you may be interested, like basically just slandering them and then tells them we are closing your bank account within 30 days and if your money's not taken out of it by 30 days, then we're going to mail you a check. There's the evidence for you right there, people. Why would a bank act like that? It's because they know if any one man or woman goes in there and opens up a correct bank account as a lawful person or pardon me, as a lawful man, see, even I make the mistake, if, as a lawful man or woman, they can't touch that bank account. This is how so, they're getting around it. So, so there they are without a bank account. How do you function in this world without a bank account? Well, we did that, number one, to prove a point, okay, to prove the fact and the evidence. They had three other bank accounts, like I said. They weren't concerned. They just transferred over, but they wanted to do this for the world as well. That's why these people are incredible. Their family, everything's under attack. They're losing their farm. Everything, it's re if you look at the, the videos that I have up showing that, it's a horrific case. And that is also going to be right. And it was also blocked from moving forward into the courthouse. Because why? Because our filing didn't, didn't apply to the rule. Didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, um, uh, we didn't follow the rules of civil procedure. There's that question again. And you know how they did it with their case? They stole a judge from two counties over, took it out of that public courthouse. That's our property. Without our knowledge and also the court clerk. She had no knowledge that this claim was taken out. This happened in 2019, okay? And then this woman, who we don't know, who has no standing with his property, that's what a claim is when you file it at a public courthouse. It's your property, remember? Nobody can administrate it without right. What does she do? She writes a 14-page review, uh, a ruling, and it's all based on you don't go past the first line. This ruling is based on the rules of civil procedure. See how simple this is? We have to simply drill down and put the light on the rules of civil procedure don't apply to I, man, or woman. Nobody else has to be at the level that I'm at or these other people around the world like Judy Mikovich's that have the truth. But I'm saying to everybody, that is the key. That opens the door now to the courthouse. And now that's when the truth is going to flow in. So it's really powerful when you understand, you know, the simplicity of, of what we're bringing forward here tonight. And I am so blessed you know, to be, to be asked to come on to this show this evening. I didn't know anyone on the show, like I said, before I came on and I'm, I'm really enjoying this discussion because it's just people that are, we're sharing, we're having a conversation that has never happened before between us. 
right? We've, we've all done this enormous research. Everyone from around the world is at different levels of consciousness. And it doesn't mean some people are better than others. It's simply showing that we're all evolving and it's only through our life's experiences that we get actual knowledge. And then when we apply that knowledge, that's when we get to wisdom. Okay, and I'm somewhere, I'm still in the knowledge. I got all this vault of knowledge. Now I'm applying it and I'm gaining great wisdom with speed as I move through this process. Okay, so Christopher, in terms of application, I know that there are a lot of us out here who are really nervous about forced vaccines or whatever, and we're also wanting to travel. So how do you apply this to passports? Well, again, a passport, the idea that I've made is, is recognized at the border between the United States and Canada, okay? They will let you go through because it's it's all stamped with the Registrar General. That's the you know the top person that, that records all these babies when they're born in hospitals, regardless of the nefarious things that they're doing. That Registrar General, that's the the seal stating that yes, this is even if you're talking in a legal term, the person in their world, they've got the documentation there, and that's why I say when you're born as a baby in hospital. The, the hospital record is it's just that. It's a record. We are not bound to it in any way. Remember, words don't bind we the people to it. So when you go to the border, if you have the correct ID, they will let you in. But again, we're heading into a scenario that's coming down that, you know, they're going to be locking people down in homes and everything. And the only way you're going to stop it is you have to go after the people that are issuing the orders. Who are those people? We all know who they are. Well, let's get them into court. And they've got to answer those three questions that I've laid out here to everybody. Problem is, we can't get past the rules of civil procedure. I know I keep saying that. I've got to hammer this home to everybody. This is how simple that I'm trying to say to everybody. Everybody's being scattered in all these different directions, thinking of all these scenarios. They're scared, obviously, because they're hearing and seeing all these things from the mainstream media. They're hearing what's going on. They're feeling that something is not right, but they don't know the way forward. They don't know the light or how to get there. And we don't have time for everybody to go all, like I say, I am here as a warrior calls because I'm putting out a call to the world as a warrior and I'm laying down the sword of truth right now for all of us. That's going to mop the floor with this evil that's going on, all the scenarios going on in a heartbeat. That's how you stop it. You bring the people that are pre- creating all these orders that are the highest levels of government. If you want to look at in the world that you understand at your federal, provincial, and municipal level, and you bring those people into a public courthouse and they've got to bring forth the evidence that they could do all these horrific things to us. See, when you realize that nothing that they're doing is lawful, then it all stops. And that's what they're terrified. And the, the, the key to that is you get the rules of civil procedure out of the way. That's the only thing that's breaking this truth from going into a public courthouse. So, you know, this is, it's so important this time that we're in right now, the world, we are, we are in a state that this world has never been in for, I don't think for a, for a very, very long time. And literally the, the balance of, of the consciousness of mankind is hanging right now by a thread. Okay. If we don't stop exactly, you don't think I'm not aware of all this vaccination. I'm not trying to minimize it to say, oh, well, Chris is living in his own world. He's just focusing on the court. No, you have to understand something. What I'm explaining to everybody is a strategic move. It cuts the head off the snake of this evil immediately in all our countries. It stops and shows that these people that are implementing all these codes and rules and actions upon us, it's not lawful. That's why it has to be brought into a court. If it remains out in the mainstream media and us only talking about it here on the internet, well, that's not going to get anything done. That's why the public courthouse is so powerful. So the thing is, though, they're moving so fast and usually things in court take so long. I mean... Well, we have to understand, I've already, 
there's nothing to move here. The claim, their truth, the light for this world is already at the Milton Courthouse. And what happens, the minute that we address the rules of civil procedure, I'm moving not only a state claim, I've got my other claims to address what we've talked about here tonight. Do you know how quickly that is to move the court? You have to understand, we're not talking about a legal world that allows court cases to go on for seven years. It has appeal processes. Again, that's all under the rules of civil procedure. We're talking a man coming forward, I'm pointing across a room at my fellow man or woman, and I'm making a claim that this is what they're doing in a matter of seconds. And I've got the evidence to prove it. And they've got to bring forward the evidence to show that what they're doing has jurisdiction. That means control over we the people. That's how you simplify it. You have to remove all the other stuff from the COVID lies. You drill down to first the actions that the man or woman is doing and show them like the emperor has no clothes, that they have no control over we the people. They are employees for, of, for we the people. We're the employers. See, and that's why this is all, all getting running away. It's, it's running consciously wild and, and throughout men and women's, you know, consciousness because they don't have the simple truth that I'm trying to share right now that this public courthouse, that's the key to all of us. And we don't have to rally or all figure out how we're going to write a claim or get something into the courthouse. It's sitting there right now. It's addressing the rules of civil procedure. It's now gone to the highest levels of the justices today in writing, and they are required to provide their findings of facts and conclusions of law in writing with what signature that's verifiable. See how powerful that is? They can't just write back and say, oh, no, it applies to you, Chris. Really? Who's this man or woman that's going to come into open court? They, it goes through those three things again, questions. It doesn't happen, and that's why they're terrified of it. So that's so, why we've got to do this. Do I understand correctly that on your website there are, like, forms or information that one could use and not get themselves in terrible <laughs> trouble. Well, yeah, what I I'm mean, educating it, people are with. Are there documents or, yep. or templates or yes, ways templates. that a person could explore this idea or do they take a course from you or how does one edu get educated in this? You're one and there are millions of us out here. Right. And that's why we have to focus on the here and now. We have an enormous evil that's trying to kill and wipe all of us out. We don't have time for people to learn who they are because the truth right now is at that public courthouse and it's about to go down. This is what I'm trying to say to people. It's the, it's the only game in town right now. It's not an I love me thing. It's the only truth right now that's in town and it is powerful and it is deadly. And when that, when that man or woman with the question that you're asking, well, this is how people are going to see. This is how they're actually going to finally learn. Because people have never actually met a real man or a woman before, seen them act, you know, like for example, myself, you know, it wasn't up until about 11 years ago, I thought all this time I was walking through this world acting like a man, right? I had no clue that I had no clue who I was. And when I realized that, that's what, what turned things around for me. And then once you do learn who you are as a man or woman and the power that we hold lawfully and the power that we have to actually make things happen in this world, as we are simply able to do with this claim here now. That's why it's powerful. I say to people, it's, it's all ready to go right now. We're on the, thresh of the threshold of this because once the rules of civil procedures get moved out of the way, that affects every country in the world. And all these people are going to see this truth, but we don't have time again because by the time this man would even download, say, 20 of my videos, I'm going to have Justin Trudeau, Doug Ford, under warrant in a public courthouse lawfully, and I'm going to have him by the short hair, so to speak, and expose this corruption and shut it all down in a matter of minutes. That's how quickly it will go in front of a jury of my peers, okay, the people. Remember, I'm moving my court, which means I have to bring that truth before the people. The people are the judges of this land, not people that wear robes that belong to a society that I have nothing to do with. That's supposed to be, they all work for the service corporation. Remember, the judges are all working. These people are acting in a role. They do not, you ask any man or woman, when, you, when I've gone into court in the past, I, when I talk to them, the first thing I say for, I require your name for my records, and they give you your name. It's Bob or Susie, and I call them Bob or Susie, whatever their name is, respectively, for the rest of the time that I'm before them, because they're not my judge. 
Again, are they going to claim that I'm property? No. Can they administrate property without right? Oh, no, 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 no. That's a powerful word in the legal world, in the lawful world. Those people are trained to, to key off special words and property and trespass are the huge words. And then the third one is, well, you must have a contract, Bob or Susie, because you're acting like you're administrating my property, me over here. You're commanding and making orders and saying that these things apply to me. You better produce the obligation that any of the stuff, these words and paper that you're reading from apply to I, and it ends right there, right? But you don't speak in their courts because, again, they, they want to go under presumption that before them is, is this you know, unlawful conversion, this birth certificate that was created at birth. It's a fictional entity. Go look at every time you've been dragged into court. Go look at every single legal filing that's out there. You look at the top of the page and what do you see? As the gentleman Tim said earlier, the all block letters, the all capital letters, right? That's how you know it has nothing to do with a man or a woman, right? Obviously, you had nothing to do with the creation. We don't write our names in all capital letters. You know, that's the simplicity of it once you get into their courts. But when you know who you are, that's where my ID, those are the templates that I have. I don't have forms for court because you can learn from just the filing I've done and of a basic way how to do it. But I say in the United States, look at the forms that Carl Lentz has done. Carl Lentz has done some very, very simple forms because you have a different format and stylization in your courthouses than we do up here in Canada. But once you understand the stylization, putting the information simply where it has to go, remember that the, in the common law, it's the same, you know, handful of words. I claim trespass, and you put after trespass and block and in square brackets what the trespass was, theft, fraud, terrorism, whatever they've done, it covers everything. That's so why terrorism is... Yep. Christopher, I totally agree with you. There's no way that we're going to educate the mass public. No. Nope. This is obvious. And I nope. love that you're actually saying that, that it's... You know, the few are going to have to stand up for the many. So yeah. I'm asking you here, what is it that this audience can do to support you in your quest, in the quest for all of us? What sure. do you, I mean, there's the actions. Of course, there's, I imagine there's donate to you, but are there actions that we can take to assist? What can our audience do? The first thing you can do that is paramount is subscribe at my website. Why? Because in the back-end infrastructure, I'm going to be able to communicate to you through email and obviously through this application that's coming out to be able to share and show with you now in real time in the next two weeks as this is going down. What's going to happen is if they try and kick this out of the court system, okay, What's going to happen is that the, we're going to have at least 100,000 people in Canada minimum that are going to be aware of this. And you've got all the information, contact information to these people that are there. We need to bring this out into the light. And what I would simply say to people is tell them that there's a man in Canada who's coming forward with the truth that's going to be able to save not only our world, but stop all this enormous wrong and harm that's occurring by bringing a very powerful truth simply out into the light. And he's being blocked from accessing his public courthouse from people that belong to a society to which he does not belong. And they're using what are called as the rules of civil procedure to block this one truth that he's going to bring forward that's going to shed a light on all this evil and corruption that's going on right now. That's how simple it is. It's not some wishy-washy thing or some pie in the sky that Christopher's hoping is going to happen. Look at what I've done. Okay, when you see the work that I've done already from the website, but look what's happening right now. That claim is verified. It's in that public courthouse. And everything we've talked about here tonight, the simplicity of it, is on the first page. And we need the world to understand this, that the truth is trying to be brought in to a public courthouse. That's why you keep it simple. All right. The truth is trying to be brought into a public courthouse by one of the people. And he's being blocked by a society that was set up to obviously corrupt our courthouses to begin with. And all you have to point to is those rules of civil procedure. Get them out of the way. And away we go. And that's what I say to everyone out there. I love you. And thank you so much for, for having me on here tonight. You know, there is hope in this world. Never fear that there is not hope. And only love is going to get us through all of this. And that's why I'm here. 
I didn't set my website up. You know, when you look at my website, when you look at the uh, the homepage, I think, or maybe it might have been about one one of the pages has been so long I haven't looked at it. But I write that I say, you know, I didn't set this website up to fail, and I wrote that a long time ago. So why would I write that if I didn't know why I was here in this moment in time right now? It's because of this one truth, and I hope everybody understands the power of it. Aneta, Timothy. Yeah. Yes, I would like, um, first of all, uh, Christopher, we, could you say your web address for the people that are just listening to the show so they can get it? So- sure. It's www.awarriorcalls.com. Okay. Awarriorcalls.com. And um, we'll put that also in the show items under your, your thing there. Okay. And the other one just as important is www.earthunited.global. That's the global presence that we have with this truth, this one truth that we're bringing forward right now. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. We're working with multiple countries as well with this, with this truth. And that's why I'm so grateful. That's where, you know, you need to subscribe with Jesse's, with our Earth United, as well as with uh, a warrior calls. And once you're in our system, that's when we can keep this truth fluidly. Even if they, they're going to shut me down on YouTube soon. I've already been banned for two weeks now, but I should be up next week. And, and that's why it's important you subscribe so that we can, you can keep up to date on this truth that's happening right here and now. That's how powerful it is. Okay. Timothy, do you have any questions right now? We're getting close. Well, I did, but Kintia just asked them. So <laughs> <laughs> that happens. So huh? I was I was simply gonna say, you know, tomorrow morning when when all of us wake up, what can we do, you know, uh, to actually start the process? I mean, we may not be able to do it something on the same level as you, Christopher, but yep. what can we actually do, you know, starting from breakfast when we go out, out into the world, what can we do step by step to actually start bringing more momentum to this wave? When you bring, what we're, we're, we're in a battle right now, as everybody understands, is a battle of information, okay? And the, and the trophy is the consciousness of man, okay? Our minds, this is what they're after, and this is what they've got control of right now. So we have to find a way to bring the simple truth forward, bring people the truth that there's actually something horrific that happened to us when we were born. And as a result of that, that truth is trying to be brought into a public courthouse right now. You've got to spread the word through our links in that. Again, it's not an I love me thing for Jesse and I. We've got the truth there in spades for people to simply, again, you don't got to spend 20 years. You can learn powerfully what's going on. If you just watch those four foundational videos and then you watch them, I think there's six or seven of my live streams that only began once a week on August the 6th. You watch them and you're going to have your world completely opened up and you're going to understand simply and quickly what is going on. And then that is going to engage people to stand with us if we have to actually surround our courthouses, which is our duty to bring this truth lawfully into the public courthouse, standing shoulder to shoulder with frontline officers. You saw it in Australia, 70 of them came forward and all of a sudden the man that was the head constable for that uh, department, he's got reprimanded now and he's got put on leave and they've had a talking to with them for doing this. They're doing an internal investigation against this man. That's showing you that the ranks are starting to break. So that's what we need to do. You need to reach out to law enforcement, people that are there. Share these links with them. This is a very simple and powerful truth that's going on right now in the here and now because these frontline responders, the police officers, they are the ones that are going to be in the most serious danger when all hell breaks loose because they've been used horrifically in this whole thing. This is what you have to understand. We have to stop this and that's why they've overplayed their hand by trying to launch these ridiculous campaigns to defund the police. Yes, we know the police, these service corporations are all corrupt from top to bottom, but there's an enormous amount of people within them. I'd say over 90% of them, I would hope, that are not corrupt. They are good people, but their consciousness, again, has been corrupted within their job description. And they don't understand the difference between legal and lawful, but when they understand that trespass that occurred at birth, 
and they understand what's going on at the courthouse right now, they're going to come and stand with us because we're, it stops that they don't want their children vaccinated, right? They don't want to get vaccinated. That's what they're writing in in Australia. So that's why this is so powerful. We have to find the vehicle into the public courthouse. It's the only way forward. We don't have control of the mainstream media. We don't have control of uh, governments all right, that are issuing all these things. We don't have control of the police right now. So how are you supposed to get this message through to the people? It's got to happen at that public courthouse. And when we do it, we're going to stream it live to the world. This is what we're all set up for. So That's very exciting. Is there any outline plan on when you think it is? Is it sort of days or weeks or months away? When brother, do you hope, Christopher? brother, if I woke up tomorrow and there were 30 or even 50 police officers out in front of my house, hopefully not with their guns drawn, right? But if they were out there and they said, Christopher, we understand we're here with you now. We realize we've all been lied to and we've got to stop this. And they say, what do, we're here with you to support you. When do you want to go to the courthouse? I'd say, let me get my coat. Right. And it's so simple. I'd write the claim on the way to the courthouse there against these people. And I'll tell you this, I wouldn't be leaving that courthouse for probably about 48 hours. Okay. The warrants would be going out. People would be getting brought into court very quickly. The truth would come out into the light. And then these incredible honorable people that put their lives on the line, everything that they've trained for their whole lives, it's showtime people. This is the mm -hmm. biggest moment of your life. You're going to be given something you've never been given before. The truth. And then the light's going to be shone on who's the people that's been doing all this to us for a very long time. And that's when it's going to get really exciting. But first, we got to get the rules of civil procedure out of the way, people. That's, that's the really good part, right? That we've been yep. waiting. Like this thing, this this ex this horrible stuff we're going through. Yep. It, it's it's the opportunity to bring it all into the light. All the all of the ugliness and stuff that it is. At least you'll be able to see it. Yep. I wanted to say too. We're almost out of time. Um, so the, you're referring to the, uh, that letter from the police constable. It, it is actually item number three on my fast links. Um, so it, the, the actual letters on there, if anyone's interested, just wanted to say that. So, so Timothy and Cynthia have anything to say at the end here? We're, we're close. <laughs> well, I'm feeling a great, a great weight lifting off of me because I've been perplexed at all this questions about name and everything and how, I mean, the average person doesn't even have a clue. And how is that going to happen? How is it going to happen? So um, listening to you, Christopher, gives me great hope. Thank you. Thank you. And like I said, I wouldn't have done what I've done for this world. It's who I was made up to be. I truly believe I was brought into this world for this fight. I never knew it. But as we always talk about, you know, nothing in this world happens by accident. You know, everything I believe is pre-planned. And I'm truly blessed and humbled to be in this position through the grace of God still being alive to be here to bring this to you. And that's why we need to come together and into the light and bring this truth forward to the world. And I love everyone that's out there tonight with all my heart. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Thank you so much for bringing your light to our light. And may we all light the world together. Yes. Yes. Joy. We need yep. to have more joy. So Christopher, been... thank you very much for coming on. And I hope that you will come back and tell us your updates as they, as they unfold. Yep. Well, hopefully with your audience and yourselves, I won't have to, well, I will gladly come back, but hopefully you'll all be right up to speed. Like I said, when you subscribe, I'm not selling anything. This is a very powerful moment for us. They are cutting off all the communication lines. So subscribe and let's get this truth out into the light. And I would love to come back and you guys are going to see this in real time now over the next three to four weeks. It's going to be huge, especially when you see our productions that are coming out next week and the week after it's huge. 
So stay with us, people. A lot of fights coming from Jesse and I. 